Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm sorry. I got your book dirty. I tried not to drag it through the dirt, but it was the only way that I could get here. I didn't have anywhere else to put it, I said. Raphael Muslani smirked. I could see Lucy, the largest cat in the world, behind him, in the largest cat bed in the world, cozy beside the fireplace. The sun was going down behind his cabin. It was almost night again. I had spent all day walking to his cabin. It's quite all right, Eliza, he said. That was just a review copy. Please come in. It's getting late. Even later than you might think. It takes longer than usual for the sun to set around here. Sometimes it doesn't get fully dark until after 10 p.m. Come in, come in. Rafael Muslani's cabin was Rafael Muslani's library, distilled down into a rustic building. It was almost exactly like stepping into his house the night before, the most notable exception being the walls, which were made of exposed logs that also made up the exterior of the house. It was an authentic cabin in every way, filled with books to the point of being claustrophobic. It fit Rafael Muslani perfectly. You can lie down if you want. If you made it here just by walking, you must have been walking all day, he said. That would be nice, I said. You are correct that I have been walking all day. Raphael chuckled. If I had known that you were going to end up here, you could have ridden with me. There was plenty of space. Lucy doesn't take up that much room. There was an extra warmth to his voice that I didn't remember from the night before. He didn't seem to have anything that he wanted to teach me tonight. If I had known that I was coming here, I might have thought to ask you, I said. He led me to what must have been his bed in a small side room of the cabin. The room was so small that it seemed like it was made only in order to house this specific bed. A larger bed wouldn't have fit, and there was not room for much else. Here, get some rest. Maybe we can talk about the sizemore reduction or whatever I decide to call it in the morning. Sure, I like the turn at the end, how he- Raphael would have none of it. No, rest now. Ruminate on it. We'll speak in the morning, he said and left, closing the door behind him. This left the room pitch dark. I had no choice but to sleep. And here I dreamt I was a novelist, and I was tasked with writing Muslani. And I recalled the toss-off story of a character described that I thought made for something poignant. I thought that if I had to, I could spin that out into a full-length novel. How hard could it be to write in the voice of someone who sold airport novels for a living? 
If anything, the risk would be to write something too subtle or too ornate, I thought. Not to disparage Muslani. He did lend me this bed, after all. That thought snuck into my dream, too. Foreign beds often lead to light sleep, and light sleep often incorporates the waking world. So I knew in my dream that I was in Rafael Muslani's house, and he had given me his bed to sleep in. I wondered briefly where he was going to sleep that night before delving back into the contents of the dream. The novel that I had tasked myself with writing was based on a side character from Muslani's novel, Terrible Help is Hard to Find, the plot of which is mostly irrelevant and might be saved for a later date. The salient bit is about a character that the protagonist deals with named Jose Felipe, who himself is a novelist and is writing a novel about a novelist, who learns that everything that he writes comes to life in some fashion, and he has to deal with the ramifications of this great and terrible power. In Muslani's book, Jose Felipe said that it is about something that really happened to a friend of his. Manfred, the protagonist in Terrible Help is Hard to Find, is credulous about such a wild claim, but a key detail of Felipe's story, an elephant walking around the streets of New York with no one noticing, happens in the novel. Manfred doesn't notice because no one noticed, but the reader is let in on this bit of irony. I had tasked myself with writing a novel about the story of Jose Felipe and how he came to intersect with the story of Terrible Help is Hard to Find. I planned on including the two paragraphs in which he spoke with Manfred verbatim, in order to show the continuity of both stories with each other. It was appropriate that I had chosen a story about a novelist grappling with writing a novel. Since this was a dream that I was having, I struggled with even the most basic of writing tasks. I cannot so much as correctly flip a light switch in a dream, so the idea of writing a novel was farcical on its face. I was writing it with pen and paper, for starters. I hate writing on paper. My best ideas escape me while I'm trying to write fast enough to catch them. I was using a calligraphy pen that I didn't know how to use. Nothing came out like it was supposed to. As I tried to write the word architect, the pen spelled out the word Spaniard on the page. Befuddled, I touched the ink on the page, and it separated from the page in one connected, hardened chunk. Just Spaniard, as an object of solid ink. I could hear Lucy purring from the other room, just outside my door. She was the largest cat in the world, and had the biology that generated purring to match. The inability to write a Raphael Muslani novel frustrated me. Unable to get even a single word on the page, I confronted him about it. I'm sorry, I said. I cannot write your novel. The words won't stick to the page. I'm sorry that I haven't always held you in the highest regard. I can't even get a single word out. Rafael Muslani smiled the same understanding smile that he had when I showed up to his cabin. There is nothing to apologize for, he said. The words appeared around him as he spoke, taking the same form as the hardened, inky Spaniard had when I had written it on the page. I do not make my writing out to be something that it is not. It is recreation, both for me and for the reader. There is little to be spoken highly of. Writing the story of Jose Felipe is not a contrapasso for the crime of objecting to the airport novel. It is simply something that I thought you might find edifying. It is something that I simply thought you might find edifying. It is something as I find you edifying. I find you edifying, Eliza. It is something I find you I thought you edifying, Eliza. I hope you understand that. As the words materializing around him became more numerous, they started to crash around him and burst into splinters, starting with the oldest words, there is nothing to apologize for. As he began to repeat himself, I found myself crowded out of the room, between the words filling up empty space and the old words colliding with each other, crashing, and splintering back into the air. I find you edifying, Eliza. 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 I find you edifying, Eliza? I returned to my writing room, which I think is just the room that Raphael's bed was in, but with a desk where the bed should be. I closed the door. It was pitch dark in the room with the door closed, so I turned on the lamp that was on the desk. 
There was no such lamp in Raphael's bedroom when I was in it. Either the door was open, or the room was pitch dark. Black is another word for it. The light from the lamp was yellow, was screaming yellow across the small room, made yellower by the lack of things to compare it with. The pin was gone. I checked the ground in the desk drawer, but it wasn't there. There weren't any other places for the pin to be. The pin was gone. I had nothing to write the story of Jose Felipe with. The pin wasn't my ally in the best of times, but without it I didn't have any chance of writing the novel. I call it the novel because I had not come up with a title. Had I a title, I would have written it at the top of the manuscript with my pin, which had escaped me. Thinking of nothing else to do and this being a dream, I put my lips to the paper. This is the story of Jose Felipe, I said aloud, my lips making physical contact with the paper. This is the story of Jose Felipe, the words appeared on the page. I was grateful that it worked, but not pleased that I had chosen that for the opening sentence of the novel. No, I don't want that, I said. No, I don't want that, the page read. I had no choice but to continue in a linear fashion from what I had already written. This is the story of Jose Felipe. No, I don't want that. People don't have stories, not really. People write stories. They're not something that simply happen, so what happened to me was not a story. As I begin to describe what has happened to me in my life, a story might begin to form, but it is a consequence of the process rather than a consequence of my life. This consequence is precisely why I began to write fiction in the first place. I was enchanted by the way it could reify any narrative I might choose. I could turn any idea into stone with a flick of my wrist. There it is, an object. An object that exists and will exist forever, at least until it is forgotten. It's evil, in a way, to be able to do this. I went on speaking like that for some time, or at least some dreamt perception of time. The prose was a bit choppy and confused and I couldn't go back and alter it, but the words were coming out. They stuck to the page this time and didn't morph into other words. I was writing the story of Jose Felipe, whether Jose Felipe believed that's what I was doing or not. I felt accomplished, an odd feeling to have within a dream, and not something that I've felt in a dream before or since. I awoke feeling well rested. I would learn later that I slept through the night, almost 11 hours in total. I'm sure that I had many dreams that night. The average dream is less than 30 minutes long. But the dream about writing the novel of Jose Felipe was the one that stuck with me, likely because it was the dream that I had while I was closest to being awake. I didn't remember it because it was significant. I remembered it due to happenstance, nothing more. I could smell breakfast cooking in the other room. I sat up, put my feet on the wooden floor of Rafael Muslani's cabin, stood up, opened the door, and joined Rafael and Lucy in the main room. I could not recall the last time that I ate. I had never eaten. Eliza, welcome to the waking world, Rafael Muslani greeted me. I didn't know what your favorite breakfast was, so I made a little of everything. I don't know what my favorite breakfast is either, I replied. A character in a story might have a favorite food in order to give them an easy point of characterization. A woman likes chocolate because she is decadent. A man likes red meat because he is masculine. Words that point at images that point at meanings. I was just hungry. Rafael Muslani passed me a large plate with a sampling of essentially every American breakfast food on it. I thanked him. Lucy was eating wet cat food from her bowl, a bowl as large as my plate. I understand that you read my new book on the walk over here yesterday. I take it that you liked it well enough. If I had come from that way, I would have left it when it got to the point of crawling on hands and feet. He took a bite of his waffle, his favorite. It had blueberries on it. So, what did you think? <laughs>